Welcome to the Mike Micah podcast presented by Legendary Sports Network. Mike here with Micah as we prepare to watch Zion's first game of the NBA season. I know everybody is hyped for that. Um, We're going to continue on our midseason grades with our second team in the Eastern Conference, the Boston Celtics, who are currently 28 and 14, but are beating the Grizzlies by about 25 points with uh, less than five minutes to go in the fourth quarter. So we'll just make that 29 to 14. Micah, this is a team that's second in the Atlantic Division, number uh, third best record in uh, the conference, have been very, very impressive. I know they've been high in both of our weekly top tens. So I'll pass it over to you. Again, same format as yesterday. Uh, what was your expectations going into the season? What have you seen during this season? And what grade are you giving them? Yeah, so the Boston Celtics were um, – I expected them to – Play to, a, you know, this level to a degree. Um, Not anything really worse. I didn't expect them to be, like, middle of the pack kind of uh, fighting for a 7 for AC and things like that. The Boston Celtics are a great put-together team, honestly. And I think Kemba Walker has been a better fit than Kyrie Irving in a lot of uh, instances. Maybe not just the same amount of scoring, but just being a better player and being a better player for that team. Um, They're... I've been saying it for a while. I think this is the best constructed team I've seen them with, and I expect them to kind of be battling um, for having one of the best records in the East, if not the NBA. Um, right now, the record sits at 29 and 14, assuming that they win tonight. And like you said, they probably will. And it's puts them at a great spot going into midseason, man. Um, you have players playing really, really well. Uh, you have three players scoring over 20 points a game, Kemba Walker, Jason Tatum, and Jalen Brown. Gordon Hayward is giving you about 32 minutes, getting you like 16 points, which is good for – what Gordon Hayward is at this point in his career. Um, Marcus Smart has been playing really, really well, in my opinion, for what his role is. And really, the team is just doing what they should do. They're one of the best-built teams in the NBA outside of really, like, the Clippers maybe. But with the trajectory of how the Celtics have been, really, in the last couple of uh, years with playoff bursts with different players in and out of the system, see, this kind of work like it is. It's kind of a – I would say it's a new birth. I think the Celtics have a really good chance to – uh, continue forward this and possibly fight for one of the best records uh, in the league and be one of the best teams in the East. And you can see them in the uh, Eastern Conference Finals. But really, I expected this. Uh, if I was to give them the grade, I will probably give them a, a B plus, maybe an A minus of everything. I feel like they had a really good season. Um, you hope that players stay healthy. You hope that players keep playing their role and everything like that. But I think this is the best you can get from the Celtics at this point. Yeah, you said it perfectly there, Micah. I just want to read off uh, the points uh, from leading scorer to about sixth or seventh man. So mm-hmm. you have Kemba Walker with 22.1, Jason Tatum with 21.5, Jalen Brown with 20, Gordon Hayward with 16.3, Marcus Smart with 12.4, and his Cantor with 9.4. That is beautiful distribution throughout a team. Last year, we saw the Boston Celtics. If we were to do this last year, their grade would have been a D, mm-hmm. an F, whatever, whatever you want to give them, just because nothing was working. This year, on the other hand, I am giving them an A, A minus, like you said. Um, I think they, they're they really good, really well-constructed team. They seem to be happier playing together. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown both have been able to take the next step of becoming uh, stars in this league. They both have the potential of making the All-Star game. I, mean, I think we can, we're pretty sure that Kemba's going to be in there, but if we can get maybe a second or a third uh, All-Star for the Celtics, I wouldn't be surprised because – this team is clicking on almost all cylinders. Gordon Hayward missed a bunch of games this season, and they were still able to plug and play. By the time he's able to get back into the groove and be that guy that he was before he got injured, I think this is one of the scariest teams and 
the team that I would worry about if I was the Milwaukee Bucks as the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. I think everything about them is just working so well. And Kemba Walker, like you said, is such a better fit than Kyrie. It's crazy to see that a player that was so much – that I believe is not so much, but is better than uh, Kemba Walker would be a better fit. Last year, after we saw the Boston Celtics two years ago take LeBron to a game seven, they were, they got blown out by the Bucks, and it just didn't seem like they liked playing with each other. Everybody now seems uh, reinvigorated, excited to play the game again, and, and it's showing on the court. You have you have players that are playing defense now. Jason Tatum, uh, advanced stat- stats-wise, is playing so much better defense than he was last year. And that's because he's getting to touch the ball on offense. He's just not a, a decoy for uh, Kyrie Irving or when Kyrie Irving has about two, three seconds left on the clock that he passes it off and um and shoots it. I think, I don't know, I think this Celtics team is – is very, very well constructed for not only this year, but for years to come. And if they keep developing the way uh, that we expect them to over the next couple of years, it will, it will be Bucks and Celtics battling out for who's that number one seed in who's that number one seed in the Eastern conference. I just think that um, it's, it's going to be a very, very, uh, very, very important, very, very important for the team to just continue the way they're going. But Micah, uh, another question here. Who is the most important piece for the Celtics to make a deep postseason run? Honestly, I feel like the most important piece is who I would consider probably the best player talent-wise, and that's Jason Tatum. Yes, you could say like a Gordon Hayward being fully healthy and playing at his best, um, getting you consistent points. You could say a Marcus Smart playing the defense that he does, but right now this team is playing such good team basketball that I feel like you just have to have your, your best player be your best player. In my opinion, that is Jason Tatum. Um, Points-wise, he is a point behind Kemba Walker in points per game. And I think Kemba Walker is the perfect point guard for them. But Jason Tatum, in my opinion, he's taking a big step up from last year. Um, You know, kind of just judging from his first year or so, his first and second year, it's 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 really been up and down. And to see this out of him in this kind of uh, kind of like this starting four role, he's playing a real small four at that, but He's really making it work, man. It reminds me of, like, Carmelo going down there and making, you know, getting buckets and everything like that at that kind of small forest position. And I think if he continues to be the best player, then I think, yeah, bro, I think they have a really good chance to keep succeeding. Yeah, I I was going to go with Tatum, too. But I also think Jalen Brown is super essential for how they're going to be able to play just because of his ability to – his ability to – uh, not only space the floor, but drive and be able to finish under the basket. We saw it in their last game against the Los Angeles Lakers where Kemba was finally able uh, to beat LeBron after 20, 28 tries. Jalen Brown was able to dunk on LeBron James. He's been able to be that slasher for them and get into the rim. Jason Tatum is having an off-night shooting that Jalen Brown is still able to get his buckets and go to the rim. And I just think that if this team is able to just keep doing what they're doing and just get better and incorporate Gordon Haywood more, they're, they're going to be a very, very, scheme, a very, very scary team uh, for years to come. And, of course, you have Marcus Smart, the energizer, the guy that's always bring you energy, 12 points, still on the rebounds. He has 1.6 steals. So this team's just better overall, better spirits, and I think that's leading to why we've given them this midseason grade of a B-plus to A-minus to A range because they're such, they're such a better team than last year. And expectations going into this season, I, I, I thought they were going to be good. I thought they were going to be – um, maybe a four or five seed. I didn't think they're going to be this good when I'm already potentially touting them in the Eastern Conference Finals. So it's going to be a very, very um, 
very, very interesting to see how the Celtics play it out the rest of the year and going into the playoffs. And up next, we have the Brooklyn Nets, who, who, Micah, man, are <laughs> a completely different story from the Boston Celtics, but one team lost hey, Kyrie. and It's the Kyrie better. effect. At this yeah. point, it's kind of the Kyrie effect, and you kind of see the same things happening that was happening with the Celtics, starting to happen with the Nets. Um, to put it short, and we're going to talk about it a lot in the next episode, but Kyrie Irving is not really that good of a leader. And he thinks he, he thinks he's like Braun in that aspect, probably because he played under him. Why thinks he can mimic that, but everything he does just kind of has like the wrong feel to it. Like feels like he's more about calling out his uh, teammates and things like that. But we'll see. We'll talk about it. Um, yeah, man, the Nets. They're they're just gonna keep being the Nets. What it seems. Yeah, I feel like the Nets were the Celtics of last year, and the Celtics are the Nets of this year. But we'll get we'll get really deep into the Nets on our next episode. So stay tuned for that. But for Mike and Micah, we'll see you on the next episode. Peace. Peace.